At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody. On this week's episode, we talk about interns somewhat randomly. Uh, We also get into a Fallout 76 beta recap. You can hear all about what we think of the game coming out in just a couple of weeks. And finally, at the end of the episode, it's a D&D recap on this episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. And welcome to another episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm, the podcast where I talk to Brandon. And if you watch the video version... And I talk to Travis. I I don't update the file so that it looks like our Rick and Morty podcast. Crap. (laughs) (laughs) That's a special... It's a special treat. It's a special crossover video episode. Easter egg episode. (laughs) Anyway, so happy you could be here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. As I said, I am Travis. That's Brandon. Brandon, As you said. You can can follow us on social medias over at Apathusiast on Twitter. I'm at Juggalmino. You're at Steve the Heeb. Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. Instagram, Apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Brandon. Brandon, you're crushing it. (laughs) <laughs> over there on the on the instance uh, uh, and then you can you know go to our website apatheticenthusiasm.com send us an email apatheticenthusiasm show at gmail.com all of those things are ways to connect reach yeah. out and touch someone specifically yeah. me and brandon those are the two someone's <laughs> to touch we, we don't have anybody else who looks at that stuff other than us so technically it is it, you're reaching out to us directly <laughs> yeah what if there was one extra guy or girl, <laughs> we, or we someone, tr- anyone. We, that, we tried to that, do that the one time when we were like, we had the one one-off gag. Where we're like, yeah, we got uh, Spencer, the new audio engineer. Yeah, our, our intern Spencer. He's, he's checking the emails. <laughs> uh, only the best get mentioned on the episodes, which is why we don't mention emails very often. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I I go, I don't go back and forth on this. In the, in the sense that it's like every other week, I'm like, oh, ah, oh, well, I'm finicky, I'm uh, wavering on this. Uh, but I do, every, once in a while, say to myself, 
you know, it would it would be nice if we had some help around the house. <laughs> <laughs> it, would. it would. It would. Um uh, but the, the the problem is we can't pay anyone, nor can we <laughs> offer them a legitimate level of exposure to yeah. like justify any sort of internship. Right. Like like an intern internship would be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, oh, I can get something out of this. And then you go, you know, if you helped us out, then you would go to a company with this on your resume and they'd be like, yeah, but who? Who? What? what? Yeah. What is- I mean, they say you did a great job. They, your references, they, they, they sing your praises. Apathetic Cthulhu's? What is what is that? Apa Cthulhu? What is? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I it, uh, I I was listening to a comedy bang bang episode uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about internships. Um, and one of the people on the episode was pretending to be Cleopatra from ancient Egypt. <laughs> yeah, and she was talking about how great she was at um keeping slaves. And right. And they were like, "Yeah, you can't really can't really have slaves anymore. It doesn't doesn't work that way." Uh, unless unless you could call them interns and then <laughs> and then they'll actually pay to work for you sometimes um, yeah. yeah i i i think i think the the key really is to find people who are okay with working for free because they understand that they're not going it, to it's a hobby for them and and they get they get actual enjoyment out of it like people who write blogs and don't get paid for them or yeah we could do- just call this podcast like a four year internship in media <laughs> development or something like that. Yeah. Uh they're come they're come with it. No perks um <laughs> at all. Uh, other than us maybe talking to you via email that yeah, like occasionally. once or twice a week. The the perks are internal and we thank you. Hopefully y- you the listener are getting something out of this conversation. <laughs> I know I am. Uh I, I the last thing I'll say about interns uh as you're like you're like we're still talking about this uh is that there was a a, a brief period with international RSS that they we did get people like yeah oh we we want to help out and and here here's what the the problem really is when it when it comes to you and me on on having other people help out it's it's trust issues I think that's what it really <laughs> I think boils that's down a, there's to. an element of truth there yeah where where we both are like okay we we know how we like it um but for somebody to come in to help out and then we're like this is how we like it and then I'll like all of a sudden I feel like an asshole right I'm like, <laughs> like don't do it wrong you son of a bitch this is this is this is a talking stream of consciousness for like an hour okay like don't <laughs> don't go getting all artsy with it I Come like on. this. I like my audio uh, processed a certain way <laughs> at a certain time, and it's usually five minutes after we finish recording. <laughs> uh, but it's it's weird because it is. I mean, the concept of an internship is sort of that gray area where, like, I look at job res or job requirements and and hiring ads, and they'll have ridiculous requirements where you need to have like years of experience in a field, but it's a it's, it's like a starting position or something, right? And it's yeah. it's really difficult, I think, to find that to where you almost need to um, find internships and things like that for cert- for certain jobs anyway, or just like it's a way to get your foot in the door, almost to prove it's like it's like the world's longest job interview, where they're like, <laughs> yeah, you just come work for us for six months, 
and uh, if you are decent, we'll keep you, or we'll we'll actually start paying you for what you're what you've been doing all along. Yeah, I think it's uh, kind of we when we talked to Sabrina about this a little bit uh, when she was you know, talking about working on one show as an intern and getting picked up for this and that or whatever. And it's it's not necessarily about the work that you've done. A little bit about that, but the networking piece is is, yeah, is kind yeah, of yeah, absolutely. Have, I mean, have you ever had to do any kind of like intern position or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I've been doing it for three and a half years with you. <laughs> it's called Athletic yep, Enthusiasm. Yep. One day, one day, the the big <laughs> podcast networks will finally notice us and pick us up. But until then, yeah, no the the best. The closest thing I ever got to an internship was my very first job where it was the local Little League photography company. Yeah. And I don't know if this counts as either like child labor or um, (laughs) as like just unpaid training or whatever, but they would like their whole business model for for employees like they, they hired on a seasonal basis and it was all like high school kids that were like just looking to make some money on the weekends and so they're like, all right, we're going to train these guys how to be photographers. And for like three or four weeks, they was like, all right, just show up in the parking lot behind our building. Uh, we're going to show you how we set up our tents that we take pictures in. And then we're going to train you how to use the cameras. And then if you can manage to do that and your pictures don't suck, we'll start calling you every Tuesday <laughs> and let you know uh, when you're working. Uh, and and then, so like that was like the first year I was there. I was like, I was training for like three or four weeks, and then I started, um, you know, doing photography. But making then, bank. like, making bank every <laughs> okay, legitimately though, like late nineties, I was making ten bucks an hour taking pictures. That's, and that's nothing. That's nothing to shake a selfie stick at. <laughs> I, I, w- I would work Saturdays and Sundays and make as much as my friends who would like be slinging burgers throughout the week after school. It was totes worth totes. Yeah, um, no, I, 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 be- I believe it. But you, it just came with that month of free labor, which was kind of like an internship, I guess. And <laughs> um, yeah, and then every season we would have to do it again because once you knew what you were doing, you kind of became the people training everyone else how to do it. There wasn't like a, Oh, you've been taking pictures with us for, you know, three years. You don't have to show up to training. No, everybody was there. It was, I don't know. It was a really cool job. It was a unique, it was a unique job, huh. uh, but it was, I don't know. It was fun. It's a lot of like, it was all high school kids working there. So it was, I don't know. I feel like you could maybe write a really bad <laughs> summer movie about it, but yeah. Hey, uh, if if uh, anybody wants to intern to write Travis's bad summer movie <laughs> plot, uh, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's I'm I'm adding that as a topic now officially on our show notes. We're talking about internships. <laughs> uh, maybe you are in an internship right now. Maybe you had a really cool intern story. Uh, hit us up on social media or send us an email. Let us know uh, crazy stuff that, that happened to you as an intern. Uh, maybe it, you got fired as an intern. That would, that'd be, Oh yeah. Maybe you don't want to share that story. If you're, if you're willing, <laughs> we're here to listen. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, this Travis, and this is the last thing I'll say about interns is um, three hours later. No, no, <laughs> this is the last thing I'm going to say about interns. this, this, 
last don't thing. Try last to, thing don't try to keep me talking about interns. <laughs> this is it. This is the last thing I'm saying. This is the this is the last thing I will ask. Is is internship like in the in the IT industry, internships aren't a thing, right? Because you want to have certifications and, and, and stuff or, or real experience. I well I would argue maybe that there are some, at least in like some software development fields. Okay. All right. It's like like uh, building your own pieces of software for this, that, or whatever. And then, well, even so, like I'm sure Google has internships. Like I'm, I'm almost oh, yeah. positive they would. I guess you're. Yeah, more on the software. Okay, I see. Yeah, more on the software development side. So I, I was talking to when I went to that wedding. I was talking to some dude who who worked at. I think he worked. Yeah, he worked at Google. Is is what he's saying. Uh, or Amazon. I want it to. Yeah, it's a big company that I'll never work for. And he was saying, "You just, you just, you just reference like two thirds of all of the tech industry with those two companies. That's <laughs> yeah, one of those. That's one of those. I don't well, know. Well, his wife worked for Facebook. That's all I remember about. I that. that. You've nailed it. There's, there's ninety percent of the tech industry. <laughs> right there. Uh, but, but he, but he was saying that, uh, you know, when people go in for interviews, the certifications and the, the degrees, that, that's all fine and dandy. Uh, but what he looks at is when people have designed their own uh, software or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pa- for patching or, or whatever. Uh, and that's more impressive to him as, as an interviewer because that shows that there's initiative and drive to, to get these things on, on your own time. Like you're passionate about it. Right. Yeah. That's uh, why I'm sure one day I'll get hired by a big podcasting company. <laughs> Because of all the all the production that we've done in our in our spare time, we've learned you know, so much in, yeah. in this. You know that there are people that legitimately get paid for this, and they're called radio DJs. <laughs> yeah, well, there people edit podcasts all the time, and they get they make a lot of money. And I don't know why I don't do that <laughs> because I could make a lot of money. Yeah, you should do that. I should. All right. Okay. Speaking well, of making lots of money. Let's talk about Fallout 76, because <laughs> uh, we finally got to play the beta. Did I want I want to know, because there have been several beta sessions, uh, did you play any betas without me, Brandon? Uh, yes, I did. Um, well, I, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, here's, here's a timeline of events for those who are, who are listening. For the uninitiated. Uh, 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 so Fallout 76, it's getting released on November 14th, but if you've pre-ordered the game, you, uh, you got a beta access key, which breaking, the break it early test application. Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's right. Uh, it with the purpose being to test on Xbox, PS4 and the PC in order to stress test and identify any glitches or hacking or anything like that 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 it's going on with with the system. So standard standard online gaming type fair. standard standard beta test. Um so I, I forget what the the first day of the beta test was but that day on PC. So that was last Tuesday which was the 30th. Okay. I didn't I didn't have the game pre-ordered yet at that point in time. But that day rolled around, and I was like, uh, uh, you know, I, sh- I should pre-order and, and, and just do this beta, because uh, your progress carries over into the main, 
the the actual main game supposedly uh that night travis you were going to play on your own what happened that night uh all right brandon well uh everyone was very excited about the beta uh which had already been out for a couple uh sessions on xbox as a as a limited exclusive and then <laughs> is the first night of the PC beta test and they had allowed you to preload the game so you could go and download the full game so that it was on your machine ready as soon as the servers went live. Uh, unfortunately for, PC. I don't know the exact percentage, but maybe half of the people who had downloaded the, uh, the pre-download, they... Bethesda just deleted the game off of your computer uh, and you had to re-download the pre-download. So now the beta is live. Well, and actually, I think I, I think the news about it had come out a little before yeah uh the it, beta had even started you you were you were you were busy doing something with family, I think that that night, and I was like, hey, just FYI. On Twitter, people are uh, saying that you might have to re-download the game because yes. of, a, of a glitch of the launcher. I think. Yes. And, and so, and so once I once I got to my computer uh, and tried to hit play, uh, it said download instead, and I had to download all what forty six gigabytes <laughs> of game again. Yes. And I was doing it at the same time as many many other eager fans. Uh, which then like, was really taxing on the servers and it slowed to a crawl and the entire like four hours that the beta was live, uh, I was downloading it like one kilobit <laughs> per second or something. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And in an, an initial and originally, uh, I we were supposed you gave to record- me a, such a hard time that day. We we're supposed to record like, that- all day. Day. yeah like, we were supposed to record that day. like it's it, true, it was a, it was a recording night and and so uh i was like you want to record you're like oh it's a fallout it's a fallout beta tonight and you said that and in my head i was i said to myself this is day one of the pc beta i i bet dollars to cronuts that it's Ooh, not cronut. it's not that's not gonna work have you ever had a cronut uh, i have they're pretty good they're all right um yeah no you didn't only just say that in your head you said that in facebook messenger as yeah, well <laughs> later later i said that <laughs> uh and i was confident i was confident um fault uh misguided confidence i don't know i don't know what it was um i i expected there to be issues with the server itself i did not expect the game to uninstall itself off of my machine that was yeah. a new one for me yeah. Um yeah. and and the fans were really upset. If you if you were on Twitter that night, if you were on Reddit, there were a lot of people ready to I'm giving I'm 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 giving I want my, my money, money back. back. I, I you know they're all and a lot of people are like, "Hey, um the game doesn't come out for 2 weeks <laughs> and like this is what betas are for. It's to have things break and figure yeah. out what's yeah. breaking them." Um, so, so the point of that story was, uh, the initial experience and Travis trying to play the game without me, um, that, so mind you, I, I Karma, believe it is your fault because if you had just bought it and had it downloaded, 
nothing wrong would have happened. And Karma. We, would have had a, we had a wonderful night playing together. But you, you wanted to just, you just wanted to hold out on me <laughs> so, just to be right. So I, while that rigmarole was going on, I actually pre-ordered the game from, from Amazon. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, cool. Let me get my beta key so I can start the download too. And turns out there's a whole thing with Amazon. They don't get their beta keys for like another 24 hours. So I, I, I have to know, was there any advantage to buying it off Amazon versus just through Bethesda's launcher? Oh, yeah. So real quick, uh, through Amazon Prime, because I pre-ordered it, I got $10, uh, $10 gift card. And, Ooh, then, okay. and then because I went with the standard shipping, I, I got $5 off. Now, here's a, here's a tricky thing on that, because it was a digital download, but it gave me that, that option, and I took that option. So I, yeah. get, I got $15 worth of gift cards. <laughs> For the standard shipping on your digital item? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. hey got that Jeff Bezos you, or whatever. You got you to gotta take those opportunities when you can, right? Uh, okay. Well, yeah. So we... We missed out on Tuesday night, and then there was Halloween, and we recorded an episode, and everything was fine. Uh, in that time, the four hours that a bunch of people missed on Tuesday night, uh, Bethesda was gracious enough to add those four hours onto the end of the Thursday night beta session. So instead of running from like 2 to 7, it ran from like 2 to 11, uh, and which gave us ample time ample. to play. And when Thursday afternoon rolled around, the game was loaded, the servers were up, and and we were playing. And uh, yeah, what were your, what were your sort of first impressions on on Fallout seventy six? Okay, uh, let me let me break down my impression into gameplay and UI. Um, okay. The first the first part the the gameplay. It feels like a standard, like a fairly standard Fallout game. I mean, it looks mm-hmm. like a it looks like a Fallout game. I think that the 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 movement is a little bit faster than than say Fallout Four was, and, and maybe I'm maybe I'm have a bad memory, a selective memory on it. But I but I right. feel like it's uh, because this is you know the the vats from Fallout that where it slows down time. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing anymore. Uh, I think it they made Fallout seventy six more lean more towards a shooter kind of uh, sure yeah feel that's, that's fair. Um. So 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 there's that. Uh, I so I gotta I, while we're on that topic though, yeah. I want I want to expand on it for a second. Yeah, please do. You played you played Fallout four. On I'm not console. I'm not a, I'm not a game reviewer, so you know, no, please that's, that's fine. Please. Jump in whenever I'm not describing something well enough. Uh, we both played Fallout 4 on console. We played it on Xbox One. Yeah. Is that where you played most of your Fallout games? Uh, have you ever played Fallout on a PC? Good news. Prior to, prior to this one? Good news. I only played Fallout 4. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, Fallout so. 3, when Fallout 3 came out, I was still young, and I was that... Uh, it's not isometric like the original Fallout games. I don't, I don't, not everything has to be first person. <laughs> that's what that's, about New Vegas? You never just, you just skip New Vegas. 
uh well fallout 3 then new vegas happened and i was still kind of on that you're that, still i was still on that still li- so hipster about your fallout games. well well fallout new vegas i didn't realize that was a new game i thought that was just an expansion to Fallout oh, three gotcha uh, that makes so that's so that's why i didn't that's why i didn't go new vegas um, so so i'm i'm really curious because we are playing uh fallout 76 on pc yeah like I'm much more used to PC gaming now than Xbox gaming because I I haven't I've have been neglecting my Xbox realistically, uh, and I wonder if I can get into some controls and maybe adjust sensitivity and things like that and and really dial in the settings for how um how fast like my character moves as far as like moving around and shooting at things. Um, and I'm wondering if that's going to help with that. Whereas with, obviously there is no VAT system. It is still going to play faster. You can't, you can't literally freeze time and pick, and pick (laughs) the, the arm or leg that you want to shoot at or center mass, whatever. As someone is trying to shoot at you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I think there, the, the, the possibility of being able to fine tune your controls a little bit more, um, could, could be beneficial it it, it 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 could be can can you not can you not currently go in there and, and adjust the settings i honestly i have no idea you probably oh. could but i wasn't wasting any of the beta time playing with those settings <laughs> i did waste beta time playing tapper in the in the vault um but that's that's another story that, that we can get that, to in a little bit. that's a story for another time <laughs> um Okay, yeah, the, the the movement is is fast and I'm sure I'm sure you can adjust that. Uh right now there's no subtitles, so that gets that gets to me a little bit. Um because whenever I play games, I have the subtitles on, especially when it's a game where there are there's narration on in the background as you're walking around doing stuff. Right. Um hopefully subtitles will will come in. Um and and, and I think I don't know if this is a, a a, a larger discussion point that I want to bring up, but the single player versus multiplayer aspect. Yes. Um, That's definitely a conversation worth having, I think. Okay. Uh, do you want to, do you want to go there now or go there later? Let's go now. Okay. I mean, we're here. Why not go? Okay. Well, well then in that case, we'll start with that night. You and I, we started, we started playing. I, I played for maybe about an, 30 minutes uh, by myself just to create the character, run around just briefly. And then I, and then I waited for you. Then I watched daredevil and <laughs> then you're like, well, now I'm waiting for you, yeah. uh, Brandon. Uh, and, and so then we, we came together and then we we're playing the rest of the night. You, you and me on in a, in a team or a party uh, mm-hmm. doing, doing some, doing some quests. And I, you got to some quests that I didn't know existed. Uh, and I fast traveled to you using caps, which is still the, Oh, it charges you caps to fast travel. Uh, I don't know if it charges to like transfer to a party member, but it certainly does. If you're like going from fault 76 to like the airport. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you and I, you and I playing as a team, fighting some of these super mutants, some of these scorched uh radioactive people. Like that that's that's fun. 
that that that's that to me is fun because you're actually hanging out and we're we're shooting people together. I'm I'm running around with a machete, <laughs> thinking thinking <laughs> thinking. Oh, this this world is gonna have scarce ammo, so let me get used to just hitting things instead of shooting them. Which I found yeah. out rapidly that pretty much ammo is more abundant than clean water. <laughs> I, that's I mean to an extent, yeah. If you get <laughs> into the right areas, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and the thing I like it because there is something I really enjoy in the traditional Fallout games of talking to NPCs and sort of building relationships and going on quests and hearing their different stories and it the story is really pushed by these conversations that you're having with different characters. And because Bethesda really leaned into the multiplayer aspect of Fallout 76, most of that doesn't exist. You don't, you don't go in and have conversations with other players that are scripted because all of the other people you encounter are other players. Unless it's like a violent mob. Let's let, let's, let's explore this piece right here. Let me, let me throw a situation out. You and me were playing World of Warcraft, and we both start at level one. We're on this. We're in the same faction. We start questing. Uh, you might be okay. Get this quest from this guy. Read the entire dialogue. Okay, click next, and then go to a new new guy. Get another quest. Read the entire dialogue. Okay keep going so you have five quests you've read all the you read the whole thing me i go up to that guy i click oh hi accept sure whatever i don't care just show show me where it is on the mini map (laughs) just just show me on the mini map where where i have to go (laughs) yeah i I don't uh you know the i'll 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 check the little menu to see how many (laughs) how many gorblins i gotta gotta kill in order to complete it right so there's 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 not saying that's how we would do it uh, there's there are play style differences when it when it comes to to multiplayer, and yeah. for a story heavy game, I would say that I pay far more attention in Fallout seventy six so far on the computer systems and the like the the background story of those when I'm doing things by myself. If I'm with you, or and I imagine if I'm with anybody else, I, there's a pressure there to Okay, yeah, to we're keep pushing forward. Yeah, we gotta we gotta gotta move on. Interesting. Uh so I'm gonna say this now as we record this podcast, because when this game comes out and we can play it whenever we want and not just during playing beta <laughs> sessions. Uh I don't I don't think I am putting that pressure on you intentionally. I think we should definitely be free to take our time with that. While the beta was running. I was very much like, let's go, go, go. Let's, 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 let's knock out these quests as quickly as possible. Let's move on to the next thing because I wanted to see a, a few different areas and I didn't want to, I didn't want to just explore one small area. However, the depth of the game allows you to spend a time, a, a significant amount of time in a relatively small area and there, and there's depth to it and you can, you can explore different houses. You can pick up, letters and holotapes that that Trash. tell a story in the in the background and you can you can 
hear different people's experiences, what they do to replace the actual characters that you would interact with in a, in a traditional Fallout game is um, all of the people in this area, there was some sort of campaign for them to basically do like an, an audio blog where everybody records their personal experiences of what happened after the blast, right? Or whatever, what happened after um, leading up to or after like the nuclear apocalypse. So you end up finding these tapes and you find them in people's houses or, or, you know, in stores, wherever. And you don't have direct interaction with those characters, but you can see, their remains or, or where they died or, or, or their lasting influence uh, on 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 the the world in in right. cities and in in houses and towns and uh and then it, you get to hear from that actual person about what they were thinking or what they were feeling uh, i had one interaction where i opened a refrigerator in the back of like a restaurant uh, and there was a skeleton in there <laughs> and like somebody had tried to hide in the refrigerator for the for the black, like to avoid like the it worked for indie exactly uh and when you opened it up there's a hollow tape in there and you listen to it and it's the guy like hey help come on help get me out of this get me out of this refrigerator so the situation was he survived in the fridge but then couldn't get out of it and ended up dying in the refrigerator but on the tape he's talking about come on i'll do whatever whatever you want i'll even give you my life savings here's where it's hidden And then if in-game you go to that location that he describes, there is a stash with some some additional items in there. So, like, they they have been creative in allowing you to still have interactions with the environment and and interact with other people, even though it's it's not the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. There there are there are a couple I I will say um i was talking to my buddy who's playing the beta on on the ps4 i was talking about my my initial thought was i don't really understand the story necessarily yet but then as i then as i talked it out with him and i said so here's what i gather from the story fault you know, vault 76 and uh and then like reclam- reclamation day is when all all of the players come out but there was another section of people that came up before way before them uh and and so that's those are that group of people that came out before the 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 players that's who are like leading some of these a lot of these quests like and i'm like oh okay uh i just talked no i i I don't think that's accurate i don't think that's accurate okay uh, I think I think the people that are out there, like the the people that are dead out there, uh, did not get put in a vault. Um, and there either wasn't a blast close enough to kill them right away, and they died due to nuclear fallout or something else like that. Um, so, or so, or so, or so, the so, ensuing so. war that happened after the the. 76ers were locked up so some of those quests are from the people who didn't make it into the vault but the whole the whole responders portion of the quests and the overseer and all that stuff that's well the overseer left before you but like minutes or hours before you assuming 
Yeah. Like they're, they're still left on Reclamation Day. I'm pretty sure there was another. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's another group. Maybe we'll have to go back. We'll have, okay, to, we'll see, have to dig okay. a little deeper. Well, so then, so then my critique then stands for for that part of the story where it's because the hollow tapes are kind of spread out all over the place yeah. it's it's building the world slowly but it's still kind of confusing because they talk they, i would agree with you like and they mentioned the like brotherhood of steel at one point in time i'm like wait what the, the history of it the timeline is confusing yes it is it is and I've I've heard some arguments on Reddit about how they can justify the Brotherhood of Steel being there and and different things like that. Uh, I haven't I haven't dug into that as much because I figure it'll, it'll I'm gonna probably take my time yeah. more with the story when I have unlimited server time, one hundred percent uptime on them servers. <laughs> um, uh, the last thing what you, the, uh, oh, I, I was gonna say, I don't feel pressured by you. It's not you that's pressuring me to to, right. to speed up. Nothing that you're doing. It's it's a sociological thing where you want to keep pressing forward because you are trying to be considerate for other people's motivations uh, for the game as well. And right. yeah, and that's where I would say my motivation once we start playing during full release will not be. Go, 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 because there is a base building aspect to this game. And I'm going to speed up when that happens. I have a feeling you will. And so <laughs> it'll it'll be this perfect balance, right, where we find a cozy spot in, in, the, in the hills to set up camp. And then I can, like, be the stay at camp, you know, <laughs> uh, mom yeah. that's, you know, fixing things up and building platforms and setting up defense turrets. And you can be out. You know, earning the gathering earning the the goods, bringing in gathering bringing in that stuff rad to fill our, our limited limited <laughs> inventory stash that we that we have too many things for. I, I read something really interesting today, actually, because that is one of the big arguments uh, on the subreddit and just generally in the community is the amount of items that you can keep on your person as well as in your stash that that maintains an inventory for you. Uh, is is pretty limited and it can fill very quickly. And one individual talked about how previous Fallout games have trained us to be hoarders, and and you basically pick up every item you can. You carry everything with you. There are uh, there are different perks and ways to level up your character to be able to carry more stuff because you, we just you never know when you're going to be back in an area or if you're ever going to have an opportunity to like revisit somewhere. So you like grab everything that you think you may need so that then you can craft your weapons or craft your, 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 your base or things like that. And in fallout 76, it is an open environment where certain items, uh, repopulate certain things, refresh. So, there is a mindset change where you don't necessarily have to take everything with you, uh, hoping that like you may need it later, but you can actually go out looking for certain items or equipment. Once you receive a recipe or once you receive a quest for that, so that it's, it's sort of the requirements driving you to go get something versus you just collecting everything and hoping that you have enough materials when you, when you need them later. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. And I guess my mindset was never that hoardy <laughs> to, to where, where, where I ever felt. Like, I, admittedly, I thought that the, the stash uh, number was, was kind of low because I was, like, tossing stuff in there. Right. Uh, but I, that was also me not scrapping stuff. That was me not selling guns for more caps. It, mm-hmm. it was just like throwing it in there to be like, okay, I I need everything, room. everything you got. Let's, let's, let's yeah. hold on to it. I need my room. I need room in my inventory now. Let me just put it in the, my stash, which for those listening, the stash, any time you see a, my stash box, it's shared a, a, across the, the, the map. So if you put a stash box in your settlement and then you find a town that has a, my stash box, it, it shares that inventory. Right. Um, so with that with that in mind, um, the what I'd what I'd read and I talked to my my PS4 buddy about was the whole like you just, like you don't need to be keeping cups and balls and forks like <laughs> scrap that stuff get the the crafting materials because that's the crafting materials is what you're going to use for your for camp right. and then and then put that in your stash and it weighs significantly less than those items would be normally sure. Um, and so getting into that kind of that mindset also like well you don't need to keep all this trash scrap it get the materials put it in put it in your stash uh and then you're not then you're not worried about all that weight uh also also with the 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 crafting material i asked about pvp and like oh what happens like if you die if somebody if, if you if you die do you drop your inventory do you drop your caps whatever uh and you drop basically you if I kill you, then I can grab all your uh crafting materials that you have on you mm-hmm. um which is another reason to have a stash and keep stuff in there instead that of add, that adds a lot of risk to the game that is really interesting because you know if if you can't just respawn with all your stuff if someone can actually take your things that's yeah uh, like I don't think they can take like your weapons or your clothes or anything like that, but right okay but but you know it, you're just you just respawn naked in a field somewhere <laughs> like oh no not a, like a respawn in a fallout zone like, yeah yeah no, no. like radiation is slowly ticking up as you as you try to run out of there getting mutations uh, you, you do bring up something interesting about the multiplayer aspect of it and that there is pvp for the first time in a fallout game but it is not like required pvp yeah a a lot of games if you play like a i don't know player unknown battlegrounds or you know fortnite is is the new hotness most of the time you're 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 playing for the the sake of pvp the other people playing are the people that you're trying to take out and you can do that in this game but there are plenty of NPCs for you to fight and there are lots of, uh, what is it? Like emotes that you can use as, as basic (laughs) communication with other players to try and team up and, um, work together, uh, which I'm really, really curious how that will play out long-term, uh, as the game continues on. Yeah, because there there are going to be people that level up and they they get really high level and they maybe get really powerful and they're they want to be the hero and they want to go in and help others and 
you know, come <laughs> yeah. to their aid. Okay. There, there's going to be a few. It's going right. to happen. All right, video game uh, idealist. <laughs> <laughs> but there are going to be plenty of people <laughs> well, uh, who are like, what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. <laughs> and all I got to do is get it from you. What, what's, uh, what's, in, what's interesting to me about some of that, because the PvP, there's a few different aspects to it. Uh, you 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 want to like you opt in for PvP uh, if you want to be pure PvP. So if you and I will will take you and I as an example, multiple examples. You and I, uh, we both opt in for PvP. You can kill me without penalty. I can kill you without penalty. If if I don't opt in for PvP and you kill me. Uh, then you get a bounty put on your head, right? And that bounty that gets put on your head, uh, you, you know, you get marked on the mini map as red or something like that, right? But you lose the ability to see where everybody else on the mini map is. So that's there's there's a there's that risk reward thing there. Yeah, yeah. And then I think those other people, do they lose the penalty if they take you out? Like if you have a warrant, do they then get a warrant for taking out a warranted individual? Or uh, yeah, I, are I, they? Are they? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. Lawful because... good or lawful neutral <laughs> in that case. I think at that point. I think that at that point in time, since both people would be opted into PvP. Huh. I don't All think, right. Um, uh, it's it, it kind of reminds me of going back to World of Warcraft again, like where you, there's there's those zones where if you're in an allied, uh. Or if you're in like a horde zone, and an uh, an alliance guy comes over, the alliance guy can't attack you. But then, if the horde guy attacks you, then the alliance guy can then attack. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, what? uh, <laughs> what, a lot whatever. of a lot of WoW references in this episode. I won't be playing PvP that much because I like getting along with people. In this yeah. post-apocalyptic world, I feel that we, as humanity, come together for the greater good. And that's why I sided with the Institute or whatever in Fallout 4. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're going to set up a camp. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there. We're, we're going to be one of those places that, that welcomes people. Yes. That, that shares what we have. Build like that, a, just like a big sign on our, our front door that says, Welcome all ye who enter, be it good or evil are are embraced <laughs> yeah what was that what was that place in uh in the walking dead where it was like hey we got a place where sanctuary or something sanctuary and then they were like eating people uh by oh, the way sp- spoiler we're not, sorry spoilers by the like way we're not talking ago. about walking dead on on this <laughs> on this podcast Did you know that show is still on yeah i know it's uh, yeah i work with people do you remember when we used to do the Walking Dead League? <laughs> I do, I do. That was such a good idea too. Too bad the show was not that great. Um, yeah. you, you talk about camp. The last I keep saying last thing uh, that I want to say about these things. Camp. Did you did you try setting up a camp yet? No, no. Okay. No time. No time. Uh, I was you... too busy finding cool outfits and taking pictures of myself in the wasteland with them on. When you asked me if I played the beta alone, the answer is yes. While you were 
uh, gallivanting on your adventures this weekend. IRL I, adventures. I went into the beta for like an hour, maybe at the most. Um, okay. Just walking around. I wasn't super interested in, in playing playing with myself. <laughs> um, so I didn't really I didn't really quest or do anything like that. But I did test out the camp. So that the, the folks who are listening, if you haven't played the beta, you haven't been following at all. The base building aspect of the game now is you have something called camp, and it's an acronym. I don't know what it stands for. And collapsible something. Yeah. Multi-purpose. Okay. Place. Place. <laughs> uh, you so you take this object and you set it down in an area away from a pre-established location, like an airport or a train track, and from there, that's where the base building aspect comes. And then you, once you build your base, you can then save it as a blueprint. And wherever you move this device again, you can build your base again. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I don't know if this is entirely accurate. This is just my initial experience with it. Uh, I, I took camp. I built just a very simple four floor with a bed and a chair place mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then i say it as a blueprint and i was like okay what happens when i try to move camp somewhere else does it does it just pop up again with the four floors the bed and the chair um and what i found was and again this is just my experience maybe this is inaccurate uh all the materials that you needed that i needed to build it originally when i rebuild it somewhere else I need all those same materials again. Eee. Um, which, so if you are, you know, that was a very, very simple makeup, but if you're trying to throw in like a bunch of cooking stations and, uh, crafting workbenches, yeah. Uh, turrets, you might need a lot of materials again. Which is interesting. I don't know if because... that's, I don't know if that's hundred percent accurate. Maybe I fucked something and, up. And I think it, it adds to, sort of the I like that they're they're adding risk to parts of the game so that if you if you die to another player or something you like you drop your materials I I think that's I think that's a good thing like because that it makes you want to level up get better stuff so that you can defend yourself against other players or against um you know NPCs whatever yeah but the same extension goes to your camp where it makes you want to really be thoughtful about where you put it because if you could just pick it up and take it with you anytime you wanted and there was no risk to that, there was nothing lost by moving it, people wouldn't really establish a place. They would just, all right, let me just drop my camp, do what I need to do, pick it up. All right, let's go. Uh, And there, you want to be able to defend your camp with your team so that if someone gets nuclear codes and bombs a whole side of the map, or even if they just <laughs> come in and attack you, you know, with a band of friends, there is a risk that you will lose the, the materials and time you have invested in the camp. So I, I think that it's probably a good thing that you lose those materials and that you yeah. have to go and, and reinvest every time that you move it. Yeah, and it, it it forces you to be maybe a little bit more 
of a good steward of your resources, if you yes, will. Yes, yes. And actually use them instead of just storing them <laughs> in your in your stash. Yeah. Uh okay, well any any last any last thoughts for you on this? For you, I got, not I got a last thought. No. Um I don't know. I last thing I'll say after that first Tuesday night when when things went bad and I was re downloading instead of playing, there was a lot of negative feedback about the game and a lot of people frustrated and upset which i understand i i was a little frustrated myself but there was a very different uh tone in in the feedback after that thursday night session when everybody got an extended period where they could actually get in some quality time playing the game and exploring different areas and leveling up a character and I am super excited for when this game uh, fully launches. I'm shocked, to, if I'm being honest, by the number of people in my office who are not looking forward to this game. <laughs> I'm a little sad about it, to be honest. But the few hours that we played together, I had a ton of fun. I can see uh, an opportunity to meet other players and, and maybe extend our group beyond just the two of us uh or maybe it's just the two of us <laughs> well, i don't know we'll see uh but and 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 there's and there's solo value as well that's not it's not only a game that you can play uh with with someone else so uh it, it was a lot of fun i want to play it more there's two more no there's one more beta session left at the time of this recording uh but there is uh, a featured Rick and Morty uh, oh, play session that is happening. Justin Roiland, uh, who else? Is Logic with him? Ninja. Lo- Logic and Ninja, the Ninja. Fortnite streamer. It, Ninja's a Fortnite dude, yeah. So they're all going to be playing. Um, that should be a fun watch. Uh, maybe we can chat about it as that's going on <laughs> yeah. or later over on the, over on the social media stuff, oh. but. I'll be I'll be I'll be in Discord for those listening if they yeah. want if they're if they're bored and want <laughs> to chat about chat chat with me Justin Justin Royland uh, being being nuts in, in Fallout seventy six but yeah uh, if if you plan on playing the game especially if you plan on playing on PC uh, you know let us know we we maybe we can uh, join forces and and yes increase our numbers uh, so that we can build a a fortified camp and all and... ye who enter here whether <laughs> good or evil are embraced apathetic enthusa camp we'll have, so. <laughs> um, but it's a lot of fun and it's it's definitely not a conventional fallout game but oh and so okay last thing i'll say about oh it. hey uh, pull, pull, brandon. pull the brandon there is uh in-app purchases in this game However, it appears that they are all cosmetic, so you They're can like buy stuff for your in. camp, you can buy stuff for your characters, uh, or you can unlock those items uh, through quests and through doing events. Uh, but then also, Bethesda has said that they don't plan to just like one and done release this. They have a lot of stuff in mind for additional things that they're going to release over time. Fallout 4 had all kinds of extra... Uh, updates and add-ons but bethesda says fallout 76 they're all going to be included as they add more stuff it's going to be free for the players so 
Uh, we'll see. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see. It's it's one of the reasons I love Overwatch is every time they add a new character or anything, it's free for the for, and all all in app purchases are are just cosmetic. So hopefully hopefully they follow that same model. But all right, hopefully. that's it. But it, let's it's, talk about look look. At, I'm looking forward to it to being a good role playing game. And as we get into these fall and winter months when I have to swap the fan in my office out for a heater and it's supposed to snow this week, hey. I am I am very excited for a game that uh, has high, uh, like, long play times potentially and I can um, stay inside and not have to go outside where it's cold. And, and, that's, and that's why we're so happy... Whenever we get a game session of Dungeons and Dragons and um, insert music here when I find some uh, royalty free, which I actually do. I, I know where there's a bunch. Um, I just have to attribute it to uh, whatever. That's that's podcast back. That's back in anyway. Uh, yeah, the the our, our, our Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Um, so this is, this is a part of the podcast where if you don't want to listen to other nerdy stuff, Hey, <laughs> thanks for joining us hey. and hit us up on social media. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Travis, since you are the, since you're the DM, can you, can you tell us what happened last, like just an overview of what happened last session? Absolutely. So we record this podcast every two weeks and unfortunately we only had one play session, uh, between episodes, uh, due to my uh pre pre-mentioned gallivanting. Uh so we we had our party. They they spent um a little bit of time exploring the cave of the Red Brand gang, right? Their hideout. Uh and two sessions ago you guys had fought and decapitated a wizard. That's right. And and then Yarno. Uh, and then you guys uh, found a rat uh, that Beowak decided to keep as a pet, <laughs> and you you cleared the entire other half of the cave, and you're out. Like you you had left the cave, and I thought, all right, this this we is the fi- time we can finally They're, move we're, on. We're gonna move on from the two full play sessions in this cave, and we're gonna explore some other areas. We're gonna get out, so do some high adventure, high adventure on the open <laughs> forests. And the first thing that you guys did was you rushed right back inside the cave. Um, <laughs> well, uh, it, you, Healy Dan, and Beowak Dwarfman yes. uh, went inside to get some apples that were on the far end of the cave. And you encountered an, uh, the same Nothic who was... Nothic. I kept saying Noctis. Yeah, he, he was uh, interacting with you, begging. Uh, he He was trying to convince you to feed him because... Uh, what, what, what you didn't know is the previous inhabitants that you had mostly all killed uh, had kept the Nothic at bay by continuing to feed him. Oh. And um, uh, so he was begging you guys for good. food. It's good to know. And, and you guys took that to heart, uh, spending the rest of the place that session <laughs> pretty obsessed with needing uh, to get mutton for the Nothic. Yeah. <laughs> um, l- l- special, special note to, to Solo Sid. Uh, and hit, and Kevin and his character Lucius. When we turned around to go back into the cave, me and Biwak, well, Healy and Biwak, uh, Lucius was very like rolling his eyes and like 
I'm going back to the, the tavern. heck with this. I'm going back to town <laughs> and go- getting some sleep. I'm getting some rest. We did what we came here for. I'm getting some sleep. Um, so, so Biwak and Healy went back into the cave. Uh, in in, in uh, on the the metagaming side, John and I we talked before. Like, yeah, well, let's we got to get apples for Ratsis. Ratsis, his pet rat. Uh, he needs he needs food. We should go back in there. And and he and I were just we're talking about like like rushing through it and not like not spending forty five minutes in in that cave as as we ended up doing. <laughs> um, so like we were sneak we snuck around the cave and then we were like almost out of the cave and then it switched over to what was happening with Lucius at at the tavern where he's like doing like the traditional questing and like talking to NPCs and. And advancing I, the story. <laughs> I felt like as a DM, I had to provide equal time to all of my players. Yeah. So the fact that you guys split up, I, I had to do like the full like TV <laughs> producer thing where we spend 15 minutes on the A plot and then another 10 minutes on the B plot to see, <laughs> you know, what's happening over there. Uh, so, yeah. So Lucius uh, headed back to town. He went and let the town master know, or, or Sildar, the guy that you guys rescued, know that you guys had cleared out uh, the cave and that his friend, Iarno the wizard, was actually uh, leading the Red Brands and had been <laughs> killed uh, he, he, he offered to give a, a reward to your entire party if you would come back later that day, which again, on a metagaming note, was me delaying the reward, hoping that you guys would all be together at some <laughs> point so that it didn't get weird uh, and confusing. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. And so, and so then he went back to the inn, he got some rest, he, he talked to the innkeeper, <laughs> so um, and eventually, eventually you guys all caught up with each other. Well, so uh, on, on our way out of the, on, our, on Healy and Bwax way out of the cave, the Nothic, uh, dropped down one last time and said, feed me. And like, oh, we'll bring you some food. Do you want, do you want some mutton? You're like, Yes, and uh, <laughs> let you go if you bring me back mutton. If you promise, like, yeah, well, we promise, sure. So, so Bewak and Healy went back to the inn, uh, and we're talking about like, oh, we need to get uh, Bewak's. Like, well, we'll just get him chicken. We we'll get him chicken. I'm like, no, he asked for mutton. He asked for mutton, like specifically. Uh, Which I really don't think he did. He did. I think you guys said mutton. <laughs> I said mutton, and he just agreed to it. Yeah. And, but that's what he wanted. He agreed to that. He didn't agree to chicken. <laughs> that's 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 the logic behind that. Um, so yeah. anyway, so we we hung out. Uh, we did a little bit of uh, the actual main quest. Uh, we got uh, a reward, and then we got drunk at the tavern, and then we went we went to bed. And in the middle of the night, Bewak knocks on Healy's door and is like, hey, we need to get food for the Nothic. <laughs> and and Healy, uh, who is is a nice guy, and he agrees. He you know, he made a promise. They're like uh, they kind of argue about it in the hallway, the hallway of the inn in the middle of the night. <laughs> um and we're like, uh, I tried Healy tries to get Lucius out of bed, and Lucius throws a boot at the door um to to shut me up and then some other random guy opened his door and started yelling at at uh, Bwack and Healy <laughs> and like what a rude guy 
What's this guy? Mind your own business. And we we tried to fight him, um, and but he he went back to sleep. Yeah. Then we went downstairs and we woke up the innkeeper to ask for any leftover chicken, <laughs> and he was super unhappy with us. <laughs> uh, anyway, the the reasonably so, reasonably so. <laughs> the session ended uh, with so- us getting chicken for the Nothic. <laughs> you eventually gave chicken to the Nothic. He said, thanks. <laughs> and hopefully that ends uh, that quest line. But I, I, I feel like while it was a relatively unconventional play session, <laughs> a lot of role playing took place. Um, not a whole lot of high adventure. No XP has, has been gained in the, la- in the last two hours. I feel like we completed a quest with that Nothic. <laughs> Uh, two two things uh, really interesting happened. Um, one is while you guys were celebrating uh, with free drinks in the inn, uh, a mysterious oh, individual yeah, right. <laughs> uh, was watching you guys from across I, I the bar. About that. And, and he left really, really quickly um, after you approached him. So BYAC uh, cu- tried to convince Healy that uh, he's, well, BYAC said to Healy that he thinks he was checking Healy out. And Healy, yeah. who's, you know, kind of ace not asexual but uh pan pansexual he's like all right uh he's been striking out a lot with uh (laughs) so it's so uh anyways uh, so healy healy tried to to find to watch where this this stranger uh went the stranger was gone yeah hooded stranger so um that was interesting but i think by far my favorite moment from the entire session uh was a very heartfelt moment when <laughs> uh when Beowak finally uh <laughs> laid down to rest in the inn and he insisted that the innkeeper provide a small a small bassinet <laughs> for Ratsis so that Ratsis could be comfortable and uh despite a contentious relationship between a dwarf and his rat uh, upon offering the rat some food and an extremely good D20 roll. Um, uh, <laughs> finally, Beowak won the heart of Ratsis, and, and, and when, when he laid down to sleep, Ratsis left his bassinet, crawled up into bed, <laughs> curled next to Beowak, and fell asleep. Um, a truly touching moment. Truly. Uh, I can't, I can't say whether or not uh John cried on his end of <laughs> of of the game cuz he won't use his webcam but uh either way it was uh it was it was, it was pretty special it was it was, it was, it was a good moment and, and 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 Lucius at some point in time still threatened to kill it uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh there's a little there's a little bit of infighting uh hopefully you guys can work that out. Yeah. Uh, uh overall Lu- Lu- a fun play session. Voice of reason. He's he is yeah. by far the the voice of reason. Uh in when reason is outnumbered by chaotic forms of good absurdity. Yeah. Um th- then the the voice of reason probably gets lost in the shuffle sometimes. So so yeah. good good on Kevin for <laughs> maintaining Lucius's uh sanity. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so that's what happened uh, last time on our D and D play session. Uh, we have a holiday weekend coming up, and uh, we are hoping to get an extended play session in. So, so hopefully, 
uh, on our next recap, we will have plenty of things to discuss and maybe even some sound bites. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try and get decent audio on our next play session and maybe we can, uh, play a couple of small vignettes or, yeah. or, or, or moments, uh, from our play session. Uh, if, if you, if you like this, if you like this recap, definitely, uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, if you really just want to hear the audio and not just our recap or whatever it is, <laughs> um, yeah, give it, give us that feedback, but we are having a ton of fun with it. And, uh, hopefully you're enjoying hearing, uh, the D and D noobs, uh, <laughs> and their attempts to play uh fifth edition. Yes. Uh, because our wives definitely just roll their eyes at us. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Super hard eye rolling. Yeah. Uh, when you, when you try to explain how funny it is that we're, uh, throwing a, a shiny, like a spell casted glowing apple to a, to a Noctis to say like, Hey, here you go. Have this, eat this. And how, how funny that situation is. <laughs> To some to my they wife, just, they just stare at you blankly, like <laughs> this is this is the person I married. This um, is I I made a commitment to this individual. Uh, I'm gonna see it through. This is this is it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> I get he'll die and I'll get all his retirement. I just have to I just have to wait ten more years. I just have to keep letting him play pretend with his friends. <laughs> It's okay. At least, at least we have food. Uh, all right, everybody. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if if you if you missed our social media stuff at the top of the show, uh, rewind to the beginning. Uh, please please uh, connect with us on social media. Let us know what you think we should be discussing, and don't forget to check out Interdimensional RSS. That's right. Because we are cooking through. Uh, season two episodes oh, yeah. cooking and 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 every day hoping that a season four announcement will <laughs> at least at least creep into uh the social i don't know great great graces of, of, yeah i don't know anyway uh, fin- it's late finally finally last thought i have of the episode uh head out to head out to our, our patreon if 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 you like what we're doing uh we we put a lot of work into this stuff uh we don't we we put a lot of heart heart and soul and our our wives hate us um (laughs) they're okay with us they're 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 okay with us uh but if you like what we're doing go out to our patreon you know just uh, a a dollar goes a long way um we we really appreciate your support um your listening is great your money is great you as a person is great as well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not good with, with sales pitches. All right. Great job. Patreon. Thanks everybody for listening. That is our episode. (laughs) We'll be back in two weeks until next time. I'm Travis. Thanks for listening. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. 
To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 